All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast, where we are sharing and talking about a very important topic, the great disconnection. If you haven't heard the previous episodes as yet, we encourage you to go and listen to those. We've talked about some wonderful and amazing and very interesting topics and things that should be together but have been disconnected. Um, we are going to carry on that conversation today. But before we do, I want to say hello to my co-host, Kennedy. Kennedy, how are you doing? How are things going? How are you feeling? All of that. What's going on for you? Oh, as usual, having fun with life, with its challenges, its ups and its downs, uh, trying to remain steady. Um, but life is good. Life is, I'm on, the, I'm on this side of the earth rather than the other. And so every morning is a good one. That's right. That's right. Amazing. So um, I want us to get right into today's episode because this these topics that we're covering, I find it very interesting, very fascinating. Um, we've looked at some areas. Can you remind us of some of the areas that we've looked at when it comes to the great disconnection? What are some of the, the things that are separated that should be together? Uh, the first thing is that the first one is our connection with God. Because he created us, we were created to be connected to him. And once we are connected to him, then we are connected to each other. Unfortunately, because of sin, sin has came in and disrupted that connection that should exist between us. And as a result, um, we live this disconnected life. The other challenge that we have is that we were designed by God, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 1 Thessalonians 5 talks 23 talks about we are, we are comprised of spirit so, soul and body those are supposed to be connected as one and again when we have this struggle within us to be one and if we if we can't be one with ourselves you're going to have difficulty being one with other individuals wonderful and i think you're right i think even in um i mean we'll look at this the topics that we're looking at are things that we find in everyday life but i think even in, in, there's a lot of things in our lives where it should be connected, it should make sense for it to go together, but it just doesn't. And I know eventually in this um, series, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to how do we, you know, mend this and how do we go about that? But before we do, before we get to that, let's talk about the first part. Let's talk about the first part. So <clears throat> today, um, I, I just had a look at it and I've forgotten already. Yes, today we're looking at religion versus relationship. I'm really excited about this one. I'm really excited about this one because we had a conversation. I can't remember what season it was, but I do remember us having a conversation about religion in terms of, you know, should we be, should we be calling Christianity a, a religion? You know what I mean? And you we were talking about religion in the sense of the word and what it really is, but with this, I feel like we're going to be talking about religion from man's point of view 
and how that differs from relationship, but actually how they should be connected. So a lot of the times what I hear is, um, you know, we need to come out of this of religion when it comes, I'm talking about Christians or, or when it comes to churches, Christianity, you know, yeah. disciples, we talk about um, religion as if it's a bad thing. And we say people need relationship with God, not religion. Right. So they oppose it. But from what I'm from, from the conversations that we've been having, you're saying that these are actually things that are connected. And so I'm really interested to find out how so. So my first question is, when you talk about religion and when you talk about relationship, what do you mean? What do you mean from about those two areas? Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, my concept of as a matter of fact, I. I was so fed up with religion, I just wanted to get it out of my vocabulary. And I discovered I can't because it is in the word of God. And we were designed as human beings um, to be religious. Religion, being religious is a part of who we are as, as human beings. Religion is about seeking after God. The challenge that we have is that we're using man-made methods in order to accomplish it. Mm. The other challenge that we have um, I wanted to use RR, but the, the, the last one should not actually be relationship. It should be fellowship because yeah. relationships, um, um, relationships exist. You can't stop them. What is needed is the fellowship in order yeah. to keep them going. The grease yeah. that keeps the, the relationship going actually is fellowship. So it actually should be relationship and fellowship, but I wanted to use RR. Um, but um, so when we, when we begin to understand that, nobody teaches us how to develop fellowships. Uh, relationships just exist. There's nothing you need to do in order. And once a relationship exists, you can't eliminate it. It is impossible to destroy um, that, re that relationship. The so problem that I have with the religion, um, religion, let me, let me just finish. Religion, religion is important to us because it provides uh, structure, discipline, and community. So we can't get rid of it. Go ahead. So no, I was going to say is, and I like I want to come back to that part. So I wanted to repeat that part about religion. What I was going to say, just in terms of the relationship, it's like for example, there's nothing that we can do for you in terms of the relationship that me and you have, um, as in us two of us particularly. You know, you're my uncle, I'm your niece. There's nothing that we can do to break that. It's just it's in our genes, it's in our blood, it's it's just who we are. Yeah. Um, no level of 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 discontentment or or anger or whatever can break that nope. bond right so we can we can decide that we're not speaking to the person we can decide that we've even disowned them out of our lives but the point remains that you know if 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 people were to look at bloods and dnas and all this kind of they would say oh but that's that's a family member right there's a relationship there the difference being as you're saying with fellowship is Fellowship requires um, requires a, a, a different level of that relationship. So, you know, speaking, communicating, being in contact with the person and developing that relationship. Right, developing the fellowship. Is a fellowship. That's fellowship right, yes. Is, is, yeah, that's, we yeah. have to nurture. And, and that, that's our challenge. And I think that it is destroying. that Without fellowship, you can't have connections. Mm. Fellowship creates. No fellowship creates disconnection. Right, right. 
Okay, I want to go back to what you said about religion because I was interrupting you and you did say it, but it was a very important point. So you you, you explained what relationship was and what can you let's go again to what you said about religion before yeah. I interrupted you. I'm not propounding that we get rid of religion. Uh, religion has um, um, they have time tested wisdom and provide framework for ethical and legal systems. Um, the, the challenge that we have is with, when it comes to religion is the traditions. Mm. Uh, we're going to look at that next time. But 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 like the family, like the tribe, like a nation, for example, um, they provide anchors uh, for us in our world. So, so religious traditions provide structure, uh, discipline, and community. So we're not saying to get rid of it. As a matter of fact, it's impossible to get rid of it as well. Why is it impossible? I can understand the impossibility of getting rid of relationships. Why is it impossible to get rid of religion? Because it's a part of who we are. We, we, God created us with that desire to want to get to know him. And religion is about getting to know God. The, the challenge that we have is the means and the method which we use to get to know God. And therein lies the challenge. So when you talk about the means and the methods, uh, two, two scenarios in the Bible come to mind. I would say um, what happened in the Garden of Eden in the book of Genesis was a means of, of man trying to get to God in some way, shape or form. So mm -hmm. the, 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 the means by which they were trying to create that or do religion. Yes. Um, another one that comes to mind is the Tower of Babel. They were building a tower to get to the heavens. Um, again, the means of building, there's, yes. there's a sense. And what I, what I, what I, I'm getting from what you're saying is that um, there's a desire within us. Yes for religion because it's something that god has put in us yes so it's why i've just thought about another example it's why the children of israel for example were desperate for religion to the point where they 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 built the golden calf right yes um yes. and there's all these different things is why there's so many different yeah. religions and different yes. things because there we have a need within us to be religious Yes. It's built in with us, within us. But as you said, it's just the way that we carry it out because we're not willing to look to the creator for what, for different reasons, you know, yes. we, can't, we can't touch him. We can't feel him. We can't, he's not like made of flesh and bone. There's all these different reasons, but that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense that, um, so, um, one, I want you to say this for me one more time, and then I want to move on to what that disconnection is between religion and relationship. What is, so someone might still not be understanding, well, what exactly is religion? You're saying it's from God. What exactly is religion? <laughs> Very good question again. Um, when we say religion, uh, we don't quite understand what actually what it means. And, and you're right. Uh, if, if you don't believe me, try taking a piece of paper and try to define religion. Write a brief um, <laughs> definition of religion. You'll find it's not as easy as you think, even thinking about it now. Um, you know what it is, what it is, but it's hard to express. It's hard to communicate. It's like love. It's like faith. It's like beauty. It's like prosperity. Uh, you cannot define them. It's mm. impossible to define them, but you know them when you have them. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but that that same that same that same um, um, religion can become evil. So the, the word, you see, the word religion evokes from us a variety of images, um, ideas, practices, beliefs, uh, and experiences. Some of them are positive. Some of them are, some of them are negative. Um, putting these um, together, though, into a coherent 
frame of reference is no small task. It forces us to step back and reflect on some presuppositions that we have. And so that's why there are folks who are going to no longer listen to the, the podcast because it challenges their presuppositions. And when it comes to religion, it doesn't fit into the box that they have as far as religion is concerned. And so a lot of people are turned off. And so what happens as a result, rather than us being open-minded and listening because truth is God's truth wherever it is found, that's why we are so disconnected. Um, 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 and that's why we have so many different religions because we are so so taken up with our religion if you go back to you're talking about examples, if you go back to, to the New Testament now, where the religion of the Jews and the Romans was so strong that they crucified the one who created religion. Wow, that that that's yeah, that's really good. I think I think, and I can imagine you said about people listening to the podcast. I think some may switch off, but I think you might find that people are gonna again. I feel like this is one of the topics where you kind of leave with more questions than you came in with because it's been so religion, whether we accept it or not, just the concept of it has been so ingrained in us in such a negative way. Yes. Yes. Um, that it's it's one of those things where it's it's like if I say to someone, trust me, the sky is not blue, you know, it's pink, for example. Yeah. And we give all the reasons why it's pink, and you know. But it's it's been ingrained in us for such a long time. But wait a minute, but it's blue, right? Um, it's one of those things that we just will find difficult to sort of shift and change. And again, because we've been taught, you know, I've been I've, growing up, you know, I've been taught, you know, it's not about religion, it's about relationships. So let's come to that. How are religion and relationships supposed to be connected? Why are they disconnected? And how should they be connected? Yeah. Very good. Let me read, because the only two religions that exist in our world, I don't care how many denominations we have, the only two religions that exist in our world. Uh, let me read what the Bible says in, in James 1, 26 to, 28, 26 to 27. He says, if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in the affliction and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. That's pure religion. That's what religion is about. And that's why it's about uh, um, religion in its purest form is about the individual. This is not a, a corporate thing. And I think we, we mix it up with a corporate. That's why we, we are having struggles with it. And therefore, um, um, like I, I, I did in my own experience, I therefore tried to isolate myself from the church because um, the corruption as far as our churches are concerned. But then I realized that it has nothing to do with the, the, the collective group. It begins with me individually. But here's what happens. When we begin to really understand pure religion, he defines it. He says, now it no longer becomes just about me. But here's what happens. Pure religion and undefiled before God is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in the affliction that keeps oneself unspotted from the world. So we are in the world, but we're not a part of the world. And so when our religion becomes pure, where we connect with God, God now begins to direct our steps and causes us wherever the need is, wherever there's a need. And whenever he places us in that position, we can either fulfill the need or we know the ability or capabilities of those who have the ability to provide for those needs. So, so religion is not about 
the church we go to, it's not about the doctrines we believe, it's not about, um, those are secondary. What is primary is that we're connected with God and God is directing our steps. Therefore, he's going to give us the very words that we need to speak. John chapter 12, 49 and 50, that Jesus himself did. So it's all about seeking after God. When we seek after God, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Okay, we, here, 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 here I am. Here is where the rest of the world is. When I am connected to God, the closer I get to God, God now helps me. So I go up. God now directs me back down to now make an impact. And the connection between us actually is God. God becomes the connecting force between us. So, so when, when I'm here, I go up and I ask God to forgive me of sins, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. What he has endowed me with now, he says, okay, I need you to go back down and take what I've given to you, use it to infect my kingdom, infect the world now by helping those individuals who need my help. And so when all of us begin to do that, now we have this community that exists where all our needs are met. And so you, when you go back to the new ch the, 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 the church in the New Testament, that's what it was. Well, this is the thing. So for me now, in the way you're talking now, I know we're supposed to look at religion versus relationship. It sounds that what you've explained sounds very much like relationship or fellowship. Yes. So yes. would you say there, when I say one in the same, to have religion is to have relationship? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's what it comes out of. Because remember, it is you connecting with God. Uh, by the way, that 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 relationship also existed before. We have to make a decision now to have a spiritual fellowship with God, spiritual relationship with God. And what keeps that going is the fellowship. And so the more we connect with God, the more we are willing to help our fellow men. Because if you look again at Jesus' life, who came to show us how to live, that's what he did. He met the needs of those that are around him. Then, and that's what I think, uh, uh, that's what pure religion is all about. Pure religion is about meeting the needs of the people in our, in our sphere. And that's why, because of the organization of the church, we are waiting for the church to do it. And therefore, because we exempt ourselves. And because we go to church, we think that we are in the clear, and therefore we don't have to help those that are around us. The church will do that. So collectively, we do that. So we have passed on our role and responsibility to the church, rather than the church, and therefore empowering the individual to utilize what God has given them to advance his kingdom. That's very good. I really, really like that. That's very good. Um, one more question what would you say to the person that's struggling with the thought of religion versus relationship? What would you say to them if, um, yeah, they're just, that, that's basically it. They're struggling with the thought of religion being the same as, or, you know, religion and relationship being one and the same. What can you say to that person? Study the word, really get into the word because the word is, is, uh, is about fellowship. The word actually teaches us how to fellowship one with another. Um, and so you need a guide, you need a, you need a, um, um, a textbook, you need a, a, that which will help you to understand a manual, unlike manual, because manual suggests 
you only use it when something is wrong. So I, I personally stopped using the concept of manual because manual presupposes that um, only when, when, when my refrigerator goes out, only when my TV goes out, only when my whatever it is that I bought that has a manual with it, that's the time that I take it out to take care of it. And then I put it back up. So using the concept of a manual, for me, I've, I've eliminated that because of the connotation, because of the negativity that is associated with, with a manual. Um, I therefore use it as a GPS. So a GPS would be better um, because it, it shows the way. It gives us direction as to where we want to go. And so when we begin to understand then this concept of religion, we recognize that it is designed to bring about fellowship. If your religion is not bringing about fellowship, then that 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 religion of yours needs to be re-examined, and we're going to get into that in the, in the next sector that deals with um, um, tradition as opposed to transformation. I like that. I like that that the Bible is not a manual but a GPS. That makes a hundred percent sense. Another thing that we've said that we've learned is that the Bible is your manual, your manual for life. But as you said, we've been taught that for so long we end up only going to God when we have a problem. Yeah, exactly. um, if you see it as a GPS, the moment that you need to you use GPS all the time, don't you? Um, yes. Sometimes I use my GPS even when I know the route because yeah. I want to know what's the quickest way there or if, you know, if there's any yes. shortcuts, what traffic is ahead. It's exactly. so important to look at that. With your GPS, you're looking at what's ahead, what, what, what dangers are ahead, right? And that's what God, and, and that's what his word does. You know, it prepares you for the journey ahead. Yeah. And I think that's a very, very important point to remember. Yes. Um, I love the answer that you gave, um, you know, study the word and see for yourself that, you know, religion is of God and religion is relationship. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, man's religion is about rules and regulations. Um, and they must be kept regardless to the price tag. If the system becomes threatened, then the individual loses to the institution. So, so our concept of, of religion has been warped. Um, so we are concerned about baptizing people rather than meeting their needs. Mm. Um, so, so there are lots of challenges when it comes to this aspect of um, so, so another thing is our religious groups must stop boasting that they have the truth. Um, what's amazing to me is that most religions claim that. Um, this creates a sub superiority complex. And therefore, it is us and them to the point where we are so isolated that we don't want to hear what the other group is saying because we feel superior to that group. Therefore, mm -hmm. you're going to have difficulty meeting their needs because this superior inferiority complex that we have uh, creates dissonance. The other problem about truth is that truth cannot be possessed. Truth has mm -hmm. got to possess us. Truth is too pure. It's too noble. It is too lofty. It is too holy. For us to possess truth, we need to learn to recognize that truth is who God is. And therefore, it is not what is truth. It is actually who is truth. Um, and so when we create this superiority, inferiority complex, um, we want to do nothing with those who are different to us. Uh, we don't even believe we can learn from them. And so once we realize that that's not what truth is, then we begin to connect with God, who is truth, and that truth sets us free. And so we are free, therefore, to connect with other individuals, regardless to their persuasion, regardless to their walks in life, regardless to their profession, because that's what it's all about. Religion is about connecting people, 
rather than disconnecting people. Fantastic, I love it. Well, we'll we're gonna end it here because I think we, we could talk about this. Um, we could talk about this all day long, which is why you need to join us for our live Q and A. The dates and all the information that you need, the link that you need to register, will be in the description. We are now advertising. We're now opening up space for you to register for the live Q&A. The live Q&A is your opportunity to sit in the seat as co-hosts and, as I say, do my job. Ask Kennedy the tough questions um, and, um, and be part of the conversation, right? So if you have your questions, feel free to, um, you can ask them, you can send them in, but we would much prefer if you join us for our live Q&A and be part of the actual conversation. I know there's lots more to talk about here. And we have some um, amazing uh, things coming up um, from next season, but we want you guys to be in a front row seat, the first persons that we tell. So make sure that you sign up for the live Q&A. Kennedy, do you have anything else that you would like to share before we close out this episode? Yes. Um... Religion can be a problem for us. It can be evil. Uh, for too long, we have been um, using it as a weapon. Um, it is used to enslave people. When religion gets in the hands of the wrong person, it is like a loaded gun. Um, the right, In the right hands, however, um, at the heart of religion, you'll find meaning and hope. Uh, when you make your religious leaders, your doctrines, and your defense for your institu institutional uh, structures, the vehicle and justification for unacceptable behavior, religion can become evil. So you have to be careful of the mob mentality that we have associated with, with religion. The psychology of group behavior is real and powerful. As human institutions, all religions are subject to correction, to corruption. So be aware that we can use that which is good to destroy others. Very wise closing words. Thank you very much for sharing that. Guys, we will see you again for another episode. We have not finished talking about the Great Disconnection. We've got more to come. So be sure to join us again next Wednesday for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. We'll speak to you guys again soon. Mm -hmm.